With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to this week of Beanie and the Boom, the podcast. We got a very, very special guest. And this isn't a traditional special guest that we have here. This is somebody from, let's say, the other side. The other side. side. (laughs) side. We are welcoming David Max from Husker Max uh, website there uh, and covering Nebraska. David, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's, it's an honor to be here. No, it's great to have you. Obviously, it's always an awesome uh, opportunity when we get a chance to talk to somebody from the other side that knows a bit more about the program that we're going to be facing this week than we do. Um, so uh, very gracious to have you on. And, you know, just before we got going, man, you talked about a little bit of your uh, your Big Ten tie there. You were at Indiana, well, right? Yeah, I, I actually went to Indiana University as a – athletic trainer student uh, in the mid-1970s, so I'm a little older than you guys. I was there uh, the first and second year of Lee Corso's coaching tenure in Indiana. Awesome, awesome. Nice. So you, got, you had some pretty good years in there, right? Well, yeah, I, I can remember when uh, Corso would stop playing against Michigan, and or whoever, I think it was Michigan, and when they were ahead 7 to nothing, so he's Took a picture of the team in front of the scoreboard, blown out. <laughs> right, I went to an Ohio State game with Indiana, and I think we lost forty-nine to seven. So, oh. so it, uh, but uh, but it was it, it was a good time. So I, I had some uh, had, a, had a fun time there. I had a a, 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 a um, another student trainer that gave us a, a golf cart, you know, to or to uh, take uh, all of our equipment out to the field. And after we had loaded, he decided to go out and sit in the middle of the O. Wow. And, and turn, turn, turn the key off, put his feet up on the dash. I says, what are you doing? He says, I just want to take it all in. <laughs> and we, we, we sat out there for a good three to four or five minutes before the security guard finally started walking out there. And he waited until he got almost there. Then he starts it up and by the guard said, nice day, officer. <laughs> <We're back laughs> hey, man, th- those are the type of memories that make for great stories. Right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but, uh, you know, my Nebraska connection, um, I was obviously, I was born and raised in Nebraska. Uh, my dad bought season tickets when they built the South End Zone in 1964, and we still sit in those same seats. Nice. So that's where I'll be studying on Saturday. And, you know, if you guys have never been to a game in Lincoln, it's uh, it, it's a good experience. You know, the the, the, tail, the tailgating is awesome. Uh, we have a we have our own tailgate that we have down in the in the Haymarket district downtown, and uh, it's it's a great atmosphere and it's a great game. I'm sure that uh, uh, when the game gets started, it's going to be pretty loud. That that's the one of the things that me and Boom were sitting here talking about. Neither one of us Never. have had the opportunity to plan there or even go on for a game. So we were wanting to know what would that atmosphere be like. Is it going to be electricity going through the stadium? Obviously, playing Ohio State, anytime you get them coming into your arena, that's going to be a pretty big game. So I'd imagine everybody there in Lincoln would be pretty riled up for this one. Well, 
Well, it, it, it will be. And I said the last time game day was in Lincoln was in 2007. And I was at that game against the state, unfortunately. And uh, <laughs> I, it was the first time we were in the south end zone about five rows up. It's the first time when the people were jumping up and down. So I, I almost uh, was fearful that, that, the, that the, the end zone was going to collapse. There was just so <laughs> much... So, so much bouncing. I mean, it's, it's, you know, if you ever experienced bouncing in a cement stadium, that, that, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, Dave, how you doing? This is Boom here. Hey. So, Dave, the question is, um, you know, obviously, you know, Ohio State is coming here this year. Just give us your thoughts on uh, the Huskers this year and how you feel they will play against the Buckeyes this year. Well, we're, we're we're kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team so far this year. Uh, you know, we played uh, very well for the first half against uh, Colorado, and then and then uh, second half didn't turn out too well. And uh, you know, we played very well against Northern Illinois, and then against Illinois, we tried to give it away. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, if we if we uh, give four turnovers like we did against Illinois, it, it's going to be a blowout. You know, but, you know, so, and, uh, but it also could be like, like the last game where, where we were within a score, uh, at, at Columbus, you know, so, so I think the first quarter is going to, going to say a lot. And if, if, uh, you know, like I said, we, we be in Nebraska would have to put together four quarters of solid footballs without turnovers. And you guys would have to maybe give us one or two turnovers to, uh, to uh, to make it uh, competitive, so so I, I I think it's it's one of those games. If you're a betting guy, I, I don't think I would be betting on it because <laughs> it, it, yeah, so the only thing I the only thing I would bet on maybe would be the overs. <laughs> I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Uh, you know, hopefully on on both sides, and and that's. Um, yeah, you know, I said if it gets down to whoever has the ball left, then uh, I like our chances. But but uh, like I said, the first quarter is gonna gonna probably dictate the way things go. And also, uh, our first possession in the third quarter is also a, a tell as to if, if you know. First three games we scored on our opening drive, and uh, Illinois we didn't, and then things went south from there. And, and the same thing with our, our third quarter first possession. Has has not been stellar either. So if we can get a a good opening possession first quarter and third quarter, I think uh, I think our chances improve. But but it's uh, you know I said I'm uh, Ohio State's got a lot of talent. You know there's mm-hmm. there's no no doubt about that. And and if you guys come in and play your regular game and don't make mistakes, uh, I think it's going to be a, a tough hill for us to climb. Again, we're talking to David Max of Husker Max, the website there. Uh, all you Buckeye fans, uh, Nebraska fans, go and check that out. Uh, uh, David, what's been the assessment of Scott Frost? Obviously, this is his second season. Um, last year, didn't get off to the greatest of starts, but I, I think everybody there, probably in Lincoln, was a little bit encouraged to end the season. Uh, what's been your overall assessment and what he brings back to this program? And is he the guy that you believe can bring this program back to prominence? And, and you know, obviously, if they go out and do something great versus Ohio State, that'd be an amazing start to doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think, you know, Scott Frost is the right person for, for us, at, you know, at this stage. I mean, like I said, ever since Tom Osborne left, I think uh, we've been somewhat in the, uh, 
uh, a football wilderness, you know, trying to find our way out and trying to find uh, the, the person to give us the right direction. And, you know, we've, we've uh, had all kinds of, uh, you know, coaching changes and issues where people uh, would, would argue more about, you know, Frank Solich, uh, Tom Osborne, you know, uh, Bill Callahan, Mike Riley, Bo Pelini. I mean, it's, it's, that's not the typical Nebraska thing. You know, when Tom Osborne was the coach there for 25 years, was an assistant and assistant had an average tenure of 20 years. You know, so I think Scott is going to, I mean, Scott is obviously a Tom protege. And, and uh, I'm sure that uh, he and Tom still talk all the time. And I, I think that Scott is, is, uh, is the future of our program. And, you know, we'll have these ups and downs these first two or three years. But uh, I'd rather be in our position right now than, uh, <laughs> uh, than Michigan is in theirs. With, with Harbaugh, year five, uh, having a bad week last week. Oh, man, I know everybody's uh, looking at that situation, especially if you're a Big Ten guy. You're, you're paying attention to what's going on to the top schools within the conference, and Michigan isn't faring well. Um, but back on Nebraska, I, I want to talk to you about uh, some of you guys' playmakers that you have there, Adrian Martinez, uh, Wandale Robinson. Give us your breakdown on those two guys and the importance of those individuals going against Ohio State. What is something that those two individuals specifically are going to have to do in order for Nebraska to be successful? Well, Wandale Robinson is, is, is a double threat, you know, running and receiving, you know, and, and uh, Martinez is a double threat, uh, you know, passing and running, you know. So, so I think, um, you know, the – We've, we've got some talented backs and I think, you know, we had some injuries last week and we'll see how, uh, how some of the other guys uh, recover from those injuries. But I think Wandale Robinson is going to be, uh, a, a big, you know, leave here, leave Nebraska with some records by the time he's done. The same, well, Mark Martinez is already getting there <laughs> as far as records are concerned. So, and, and it's, it's the thing, you know, the, the first, uh, the, Second game you know, against Colorado, it just something just seemed a little off. I mean, he just seemed to be a half a step slow or something. Or, uh, but uh, last week uh, he took the team on his back and you know brought us back from fourteen point deficits three different times and and got us a win. So, so I think uh, and I feel both of them. He's got a sophomore and a freshman, so I think the future is bright there. David, um, obviously this this will be a night game, you know, out there in uh, Nebraska. Um, obviously, Ohio State has a, p- a powerful offense right now that that's playing very well with uh, Justin Field Justin Fields leading the way. How do you guys uh, see your defense uh, scoring up against the uh, Buckeyes offense? Well, our defense is actually improving, <laughs> but uh, Justin Wells will, will be uh, will be a big test. I mean, that that guy's got talent. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, uh, he's the real deal and, and it just depends on, uh, how our defensive backs, um, uh, can, can hold up and, you know, it's just, you know, like I said our, our defense is probably our strong point. I think our, 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 our weak point <laughs> so far this season has been our offensive line mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's, uh, uh, that seems to be improving somewhat. So, uh, you know, we'll see, but, but, uh, you know, our, our, our defense is going to have a challenge. And I said, so that's why I said, I, I expect this to be a high scoring game on both sides. Yeah. Um, I, I love 
you know, what you guys have been able to do on the offensive line. Um, this is going to be a one of Ohio State's toughest matchups in terms of the offensive line and the way you guys protect uh, Adrian Martinez. So it's going to be a tough task for our defensive line. Talk about those big uglies up front. I mean, what is it that have, has made them, you know, make that next step uh, uh, in comparison to last season? Well, like I said, you know, back in the nineties, we were we were they were called the pipeline, and and it was uh, what was it? The ninety-five team uh, didn't have a single holding penalty and didn't have a single sack for the entire season. You know, nobody nobody has ever done that, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I think it's going to take uh, you know a little more work for us to, to, to get to that level as far as an offensive line is concerned. And you know, Milk Tenniper, um was a great coach in that regard, and and he had a cohesive unit all the time. I mean, I I talked to some of those guys, uh, you know, like Rob Vatican and some of the other guys from that that era, and uh, you know. <laughs> They were a unit. They weren't individual individual linemen. They were a unit, and and it's I think that's what uh, you know Nebraska needs to get back to as far as you know. Cause, you know, we we have a tough time running between the tackles right now. Yeah, certainly. I, I can't wait to see it all unfold on, on Saturday. We, we appreciate you coming on, but really quick, I, I, Nebraska was one of my favorite teams growing up, and that <laughs> sole reason was because of in my mind one of the greatest Nebraska football players there ever was. I know he had a lot of off-the-field stuff, but Lawrence Phillips. Uh, real quick, I want you to rattle off your top three all-time Nebraska football players. Well, you know, no, no, number one would be uh, Johnny Rogers, okay. you know, with, with, the, with, with his, his Heisman Trophy in that. Uh, you know, it's kind of a, a tough uh, who's two and three. There, there, there's a lot of people in there. I mean, uh, you know, I'm 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 an I'm an older guy. You know, I I was I was in college during the seventy seventy one teams. You know, so I'm kind of partial to those guys. Uh, I uh, actually ran into Jeff Kenny at a restaurant in Castle Rock, Colorado, before the Colorado game uh, a week or two ago. And a lot of people remember Johnny Rogers' touchdown catch against Oklahoma in that game of the century in seventy one. But guess who scored the other four touchdowns? For Nebraska, it was Jeff Kenny. So, so uh, I would put Jeff Kenny up there as as uh, as a running back from uh, uh, a legacy standpoint, and from um, you know a current type uh, you know athlete. Oh man, that's, that's, that's uh, <laughs> put you on the spot there. Good question. That's going to put you on the spot because no matter what I say, you know. <laughs> the best thing is uh, about the website is. You know, I'm personal friends with all these guys, yeah. and uh, a lot, a lot of these guys that, that I would name, and uh, it's it's, uh, it's it's tough to pick. But see, number three, I'm trying to think of somebody recent that would be, you know, the the, the number one. You know, uh, you, you have to throw in um, Tommy Frazier. Mm. You know, Tommy Tommy's. Um, Kind of got a bad deal with his blood clots and everything, where he couldn't play pro ball. But but uh, uh, I think, a matter of fact, he got beat out for the Heisman by an Ohio State guy. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so 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 there. But, but there's there, there's you know it's, it's hard to narrow it down to three. But uh, someday I'll have to come up with my all time uh, uh, offensive and defensive players. 
Awesome, man. So th thank you for having you on. And we just talked about it briefly. You said you wouldn't take the spread if you're if you're a betting man uh, versus these Buckeyes, right? And uh, although that Nebraska is a is a huge underdog at home, you'd be right there going yeah. with the Buckeyes, right? <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, if, if I if, if Nebraska plays four quarters like they played against Northern Illinois, um, I would definitely take the spread, you know. But <laughs> if uh, if Nebraska plays a half like they did against Colorado. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it would be a safe bet. <laughs> so, so the, this, it, like I said, I, I, uh, I don't bet against my own team. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> but, you know, I just can tell you, uh, on, on, the, on, the, on the website, uh, we've got uh, 150,000 pages of content. You know, so you can go on there and check on the essentials of all the games, and you can see that you guys are beating us uh, – uh, six out of seven times. Yeah, you know, the only the only time that we did was the 2011 when we had the big comeback um, uh, in the second half when we were down by like three touchdowns. Mm. So, <laughs> so his, history's against us and <laughs> the rankings are against us. But uh, I'm always optimistic. Sounds good, man. That's again. That was David Max from Husker Max. David, it was our pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Well, right there, man. We, we just had David Max on from Husker Max and. No, you heard what he said, man. Talking about that spread there. Uh, obviously, you know what we do. Yeah, you already know. We make our wagers at betdsi.com. And, you know, that was one from a Husker right there. So mm -hmm. he's saying, you know what? If butts, if if, 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 if his butts were candy and nuts, yeah. he would go with Nebraska. But if he's being very realistic, you cut me all the way down there. If he's being very realistic, uh, you know, what he's going to do is – all right, I mean, he's going to not they take the spread. Real he's going to yeah. take Ohio State in that situation yeah. uh, because you understand how good the Buckeyes are. So, again, at BetDSI.com, use promo code BD100 to, to make your wagers, man, and not just on the Buckeye games, but a ton of other games. There's actually a big fight uh, this weekend that I'm going to be at BetDSI making Who my bet, on that? and that's Earl Spence versus Porter. I cannot wait to watch this fight. And I'm a big boxing fan. If you guys don't know, not even just boxing, but UFC, all of that. I get every single fight that comes on. I'm a Saturday Night Fight guy. Man, um, I'll tell you what. I'll take an Earl Spence in this fight. I'll tell you what. I probably would too, but Porter is a fighter though. He's one of those guys, man. He, Porter's lost a couple of times. He's so it, fucking wild. It man, don't matter. It? What do you mean though? He a fighter though. You know what I'm saying? They're both fighters. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, but he like to go 12. You know what I'm saying? But your boy Spence, Spence nice, though. Meryl Spence going to kick his ass. Yeah. But moving along, man. We, we want to talk about uh, these Buckeyes, man. Uh, you know, Last week, we just saw him go out and put up 75 points. I man. can't remember the last time we put up 70 points. Um, if, if somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, off the top of my head, the last time that I remember us putting up 70 points was versus, was it FAU? And that's when Kenny Guyton... Oh, was yeah, a quarterback yeah. Yeah. for that game? <clears throat> Tell me if I'm wrong. Somebody will at some point in time chime in. But nonetheless. But you think, know, think about that, man. The starters didn't even play. A lot of second half. I mean, that's what you want. Yeah, you, you, you do. But that was just crazy to me. Like, when, like even when, when we was playing, you know, trust at least make us go out there and, and, and play a and, series and or play something. Play a series yeah. or something. When I seen those guys sitting on the sideline like it was a preseason game, I was like, right. oh, snap. Spence, you coming in with something for me? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the Bowling Green game, JT Barrett. 
Bowling Green's Joe. Yeah, oh, okay. Just a couple years ago. All right, all right, all right. So I was a little, little off there. They scored, they scored 77 in the opener last year against Oregon State. Did they really? Yeah, it was 77 31. Mm. 77. Damn, I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. I thought it had been years. I'm, I'm going all the way back to Kenny Guyton when oh I remember God. a certain point score. Urban's offense has always put points up when they want. I knew they always put points up. I mean, to. 70 points. I mean, that's a huge thing right there to put yeah. 70 points and to know that you can score more if you want to. And like you said, a, a lot of the starters didn't play in the second half. And, you know, like I said, that's what we want. The only thing that sucks about this, and I ain't even saying like that, but for guys who want to be up for like awards and Heisman and stuff like you that, get them you, don't, you ain't getting the chance. Of, yeah, you know, you know um, our guy Justin Fields throws for almost, you know, two, 200 and some yards and doesn't play the, the whole second half. But I, I think, too, when you are impressive enough – and talking about those postseason awards, I think it's going to be more than a numbers thing. If you look good as hell and you only play in a half and y'all winning, then it's going to be like, okay, he's very good. So we know we got to put him up there, even though the number's not going to match up. You understand, understand those circumstances. Um, but yeah, man, well, Tua only played three quarters a game last year, and he was second in the highest. Yeah. I mean, they, they just they know what, what they're looking at. Exactly. I mean, you, you know when you know. I don't think Justin Fields is in any jeopardy of losing that seat in New York. Right. Yeah, no, 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 not, not at all. And didn't. At some point today, we're going to go through those, you know, top Heisman guys yeah. um, and who you believe that probably will be getting those spots in New York. And I know it's a little bit early, but it's never too early to make predictions and judgments, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, lo- looking at this team, Boom, um, through the first four games, give me your overall assessment. I mean, what are you thinking? Give me your overall assessment starting with the offense. As the offense, man, I think they have done a great job. Um, I mean, obviously, the first game, we started a little slow, but then got it going. Mm-hmm. And I think ever since we've gotten to our rhythm, that, that they've been rolling, man. They, they've been rolling from, from passing the ball to running the ball. And more importantly, the offensive line has looked 10 times better Right. You know, th- this year. Um, I think it's great that we have uh, – not just uh, J.K. running running the ball well, but you got Master Teague, who's a guy that's running well. Um, we got some other. Uh, yeah, Crawley come in, get a tug or two. That's what I'm saying. You, you got all these guys coming. in. We just got so much talent, so much depth that I think Coach Day is doing a great job of feeding everybody, except for it being just that one, that one guy that just has to always, you know, had his breakout game for us to win the game. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, like usually it's like okay, we got. We got that one or two guys that's 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 having great, crazy, great games. But now it's like everybody eating. It's a collective effort, man, and which is crazy. That's one of the things I've been more impressed about with this team is, like you said, it's been a, a group of individuals. And on any given day, it could be anybody stepping up, making mm-hmm. those big plays. And the other impressive thing is, like we've been super. Like vanilla, so I mean, we haven't even began to see we ain't really what Ryan Day has underneath no, yeah. uh, and close to the vest. I mean, we ain't been, we ain't seen none of that shit. I mean, all the plays that we've run in these first four games has been things that we've seen on a repetitive. This is like the, the first script. Mm-hmm. We've been on a first script for the first quarter of the season, and we haven't even began to see anything. We haven't seen any trickery. We haven't seen any. Uh, the, the routes that our receivers have been running have been goals, <laughs> slants, and stops. And, and and we know Ryan Day got it up his sleeve. Exactly. You talk about three routes <laughs> that we're seeing our receivers run. Yeah. And, I mean, that's no slight to, uh, obviously, you know, our coaches and our coaching staff and our receivers' talent. It's just the fact that we don't have to do any of those things to be able to showcase their talent right now yeah. because we're that much better than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, man. And then, and then when you talk about on the defense side of the ball – 
I mean, thank you, Jesus. We finally, <laughs> the bullets are finally flying right. again. I mean, lead with our guy, uh, Chase, man. He he has just been dominant, you know. Bro, good as hell. Dominant every <laughs> every game. I mean, it, it's it's a thing to get a sack, period. You know how, I mean, we, we never played defense, but it just seemed like it's, it's not easy to get a sack. And for no, this guy, when you for this double guy, and triple teamed. For this guy, he's been doing it. Every single week, right. you know, sack, uh, block and field goals. He's on pace like to break, uh, break, the, break the sack record for for the school in a single season, right? I mean, then I think Vern had that, right? But like, yeah, I was going to twelve or thirteen or some shit. Got, he had fourteen. Fourteen. Even to okay. cut in though, you played with Vern, right? Yeah, I played yeah, with Vern. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Does Chase make it look easier than he did? Yeah, he does. He absolutely does. Hey, I, Vern I was, was good as I heck. Was young. Yeah, Vern I remember was, him, but I was young, so I was just asking. Like Vern was, but the one thing about Vern, uh, he was so good, but you only seen it like. When when you when Vern wanted to cut it off, man, what Vern he was wa- so chill, laid back, like never, he never really turned it on. Keep it real, <laughs> it's, it's, keep it real. No, man. but straight up, if Vern wanted to have twenty five sacks in a season, he, he very could well could have. Yeah, he could have done it. So that's the one thing that kind of is disappointing at Ohio State when you look at you know Vern's careers, like. All right, man. You you see it. You see the domination, but you know it could be so much more because the dude was like a, a Greek god. The way he was built, I was and about when to he say, cut Chase, that motor on. Yeah. There was no stopping him. I was just about to say, Chase Young. He he ain't too far away. From no, no, no. Vern, no, how Vern look. No, nah, Vern was a different animal. Bro. <laughs> look, bro. Nah, so I, I, I can't even Vern, bro. I look. said he ain't too far away, bro. No, he is far. <laughs> Vern was like a fucking bodybuilder that was athletic and sick. Normally, you got dudes that look like bodybuilders and they stiff as a board. Right, right, right. No, nah, right, that wasn't right. Vern at all. That dude can move. <laughs> but Chase, going back to him though, and and looking at you know how he how he compares. I mean. He has that motor. He's bringing it play after play after play. We're not seeing him taking it off. Last year, that was a little bit of concern for him. Um, and obviously, you know, rightfully so, because, you know, you got a lot of different guys rotating in there. You're a little bit younger. Um, you're facing things that you're not used to seeing. But now it's like it clicked. He understands that, you know, I got to show this motor every single play I'm out there. And I'm not only going to be going after the quarterback, but watching him make plays in the run game, yeah. watching him make plays in the pass game. Um, yeah. So, I mean, every dude is athletically, I mean, He's every bit as touted um, and probably going to be that number one pick. Yeah, I mean, everything that you see from the defense side of the ball has just gotten better. You know, from the secondary to the linebackers to the defensive line, it's just got 10 times better, And which is I'm very happy about that because last year it, it was ugly. I mean, even if you look at the ne- Nebraska game last year, ne- Nebraska came in here and passed, passed the ball very well on us. You know, this year I think it's going to be a totally different thing, man, because – as we just talked to our guy David, he said that their offense, their offensive line has has struggled this year, and our our, our defense better. They're probably the best offensive line that we're going to face, that we've going to face up until this point in the season. Yeah, but our defensive line has been awesome so far this year. So I'm expecting us to, you know, to uh, dominate the uh, the line of scrimmage. That's I mean that, that's my thought. I mean we should dominate the line of scrimmage in every game we play anyway. Yeah, that's true. With Chase Young and all the other names that we got on our offensive line are that good. Yeah. Um, but on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, I can't keep harping back to the fact that it's the same amount, not even the same amount, it's the same guys essentially as last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many new guys that we're talking about on this defense in the secondary that played awful? Not a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Probably zero. Mm-hmm. And that's the more impressive thing is that you got coaches that came in that pit in another system that was going to best suit the guys' athletic ability and allow them to go out and play without thinking. 
Mm-hmm. We don't have those mishaps as much as we did last year where guys are being out of position. It may have happened with Okuda one or two times last week, but, I mean, you know shit like that is going to get rectified. And he's good enough for and when it did happen, he's able to recover and bounce back, especially versus Miami of Ohio. And I was going to say, and I think those happened earlier in the game as well. Right, they I mean, did. It, yep. it was one of those things where he bounced back and – he showed what he was made out of, man. It, it, he's another guy that who has st- stood out this year. You know, I think he's a, a great leader in the secondary, and uh, he's playing some great ball right now. Man, no, no doubt, man. I mean, it, and I think it's only going to get better as the season goes along. Um, looking at uh, other guys on the defense, I mean, you know, Pete Warner is a guy that has stepped up. A guy that I know that is going to play a whole lot, especially this week. Yeah. That's going to be Brendan White. We've been talking about him. But this is one of those games to where you're going to need Brendan White, and more specifically because Adrian Martinez and, and what Scott Frost like to do, they like to spread it out. They like to pass the ball a ton. Mm-hmm. Pass the ball a ton. So we're going to need him in there. Although Pete has played well uh, when he's had the opportunity and coverages, mm-hmm. Brendan's going to be that guy, I think, that we see at that bullet position consistently this week. Um, so, I mean, he's going to his opportunity. You know, mm-hmm. he hadn't played a lot. And I know that shit was like, man, what, what's going on? This guy came in and ball last year. And, I'm going to call you know, him he, he was uh, off. What you call her? He's going to have a big game and he's going to have a pick. Oh, a big game and a pick. All right, I'll take it, man. You're going to need those things on the road anyways. That's something you always – you know you're going to have to play great defense and I'm, force that team to turn over the ball. I'm telling you because you know how it is, Bean. He hasn't played – I mean, he, he's played a lot this year, but I'm saying he hasn't had that game yet that was like – to have that confidence builder. So, he hasn't been out there on the field as much either. That's what, yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. I think if he's out there this week and he gets that game where he can make some plays right. and the plays come to him, he's going to make it happen. Yeah, man, I think he's going to ball, man. I, I can't wait for for this week. Because like we said, this is – I'm honestly just ready for a, a good test just to right. see like – so you can really evaluate. But is this really going to be a good test? I don't, I, honestly, in my opinion, I don't really think so. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a, a great atmosphere for the guys going to, you know, playing on the road, mm-hmm. hey, you know, game day. Um, night game I, I think that's Good experience But I think When it's all said and done Like Getting into the game Come on man Because they really haven't They, they haven't beat anybody They beat Northern They struggled with Freaking Illinois last <laughs> they week They beat Illinois Come on man um, They lose what, In overtime To Colorado Who's In my opinion Is a good football team This year Yeah Mel Tuck Coach Tuck Who was here uh, When I was being recruited Is a hell of a coach And he has that team Playing well They beat Uh Arizona State last week, which is a ranked team. But nonetheless, Nebraska ain't really beat nobody. So it's going to be questionable if this is going to be a legitimate test for this team as well. But, man. So you thinking they we covering the spread for sure then? Yes. And I'm taking that one. I'm taking Ohio State at Bet, Bet DSI. Mm-hmm. When I go log on to cover the spread, which is what, 17 and a half or 17? Six, I think 16 and a half or 16. I don't know. S- somewhere Whatever somewhere it is. In there. It's somewhere in there. We, Nebraska's we, a large underdog at home. I'm going to let you guys have 17 and a half. 17 and a half. Yep, yeah. 17 and a half. That's what it is. I'll give you that .5 hook. Right. <laughs> I'll yeah. let you guys have the hook. It opened at 14 and... And, and it may even and my rods are 22 <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that this one uh, it's going to be a much tougher matchup like you said but I mean I, I think Ohio State I mean they're going to be amped up and you know how it is it, every school when you see Ohio State on, on your schedule you circling that game and for guys who you know that's a game where you know if you have a good game against Ohio State your draft stock and it could bump your draft stock a little bit more. Oh, no doubt. You know, there's so, no question. So it's it's gonna be one of those games where guys are gonna be amped up. But hey, we are the Ohio State, 
And we ain't going there to play no game. We, we going there to win the game, you know? One of the things, though, that has been kind of, you know, I wouldn't say glaring or anything like that, but it's kind of been shocking um, is obviously the success of certain Buckeyes in the NFL. And the reason why I'm mentioning this guy because he just has done something that has never been done before in NFL history, and that's Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. In his first three games, at least five catches and three touchdowns in each of those first three games. Never been done Straight ball. in NFL history. But while I'm mentioning this, while we're talking about uh, you know Ohio State's current football team, mm-hmm. it's because when you look at Terry McLaurin in his career at Ohio State, he didn't really play a lot earlier on in his career at Ohio State. I mean, nearly three been- years without playing. And now he gets an opportunity. He was drafted in the third round. Now we see the success that he's having in the league. And that's a testament to a couple of different things in my mind. Mm-hmm. The coaches and the preparation that we have at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And then the and the competition. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that you have all that talent at Ohio State to where you got a guy like Terry McLaurin. He's looking damn good in the league to where he can't play for three years, essentially. And now we go back and we, we, we can talk about Austin Mack, who I've had lofty expectations for his entire career here at Ohio State, and he's been banged up and injured, and now he isn't playing, uh, or he hasn't seen, we aren't seeing the production uh, that I would like to see, and I know he hasn't seen the production that he would like to see from himself, but the talent that we have here is is crazy, but that's the one thing that I believe that's going to prevent guys from saying, you know what, I'm not getting a touch at Ohio State, I'm not getting a plan time to want, I'm going to vote and transfer. No, you better hold up a little bit because you know the talents here. You know the eyes that are going to be here. Spence, give me the cut from Austin Mack and hear him talk about it, a little bit of what I was just mentioning. It's hard not to get frustrated. I mean, you know, you, you especially for me being a last year guy. You know, you, you're not you're not going to come around many opportunities. Um, but it's it's to stay humble. It's to it's to know that Terry Lee only had 35 catches last year. It's to you know stay in your lane and make sure that you know it's it's a plan. It's a process. Um, and to trust the plan. You know. It's, trying to be in God's plan and just whatever happens, make sure I'm doing everything I can properly um, to be in that right spot in this season. If it's any university that I want to be in a two deep or the three deep at, it's Ohio State. Absolutely. It's because of reasons like that right there. You hear them talk about it's a plan and you look at Terry McLaurin only had 35 catches last year. Not a lot of catches gets drafted in the third round because he's that good. He's that talented. And on a regular, you know, I was when we were here. On a regular basis, you have scouts, GMs, all types of coaches popping in, checking out practice, asking the coaches, asking the training staff, okay, give me a playmaker that we really don't see on Saturdays, but you know can play. You don't get your opportunity to make it to the next level. That shit helps uh, not only recruiting, but the guys that are on the roster. That would be motivating to me. Man. Terry McLaurin should be a story that's written Somewhere at Ohio State, this is a guy, he only had this many catches his last year at OSU. He didn't play for this many years, but when he got his opportunity, he played well, and now look at what he's doing in the National Football League. Bro, it's a number of guys. What he's doing is is, is great, but like you said, playing at Ohio State, man, patience is very, very It key. is, man. You gotta that transfer rule and shit is nice, yeah. but you better hold up a little bit when you're going to a university like this, knowing the expectations and knowing the talent and everything else surrounding it. I mean, you could, you know this, man. I called you freshman year. I remember <laughs> you you and Deontay called me like, bro, relax. It, it, Chill. It, 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 it's all going to play out, man. Right. I'm over here. Man, I'm transferring, man. I'm leaving. <laughs> 
Cause I was so used to being a man, you know. When you're in high school, then you come to the uh, to the big stage. You gotta work. It's not about waiting your your time, but your your time is gonna come when it's gonna come, man. right? And and you be patient and you be ready. You know what I'm saying? You always gotta stay ready. That's the number one thing. And be, be ready when it come. And be prepared because when that play comes, that's why I was just talking about White this week. I feel like Let's he see that real quick. He he gonna make a big play this week because I'm sure he 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 he's prepared for this uh for for the moment that's that's coming. So why not be ready? You know what I'm saying. When that play come, you make that big play, and then now everybody talking about you again. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. I'm gonna just name some. Just rattle off these young guys: Garrett Wilson, who has balled when he's gotten that opportunity. Uh, the young kid Williams that we've seen for the first time uh, that I can remember seeing for the first time last week get out an opportunity and ball and two catches, 74 yards. Uh, there's just so many other guys. I mean, who, who's I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. My we guy. watched Crawley look in there, get his opportunity, score a touchdown. I mean, I'm, there's just a lot of players that are when they get the opportunity, they're taking advantage of it. And you can say, yeah, it was versus Miami of Ohio, but it starts with taking advantage of the situation that you're given. And when you get your when your number's called, you better be going out there and ready to play because that's the only way that you're gonna get your number called some more. And I can tell you, man, I looking at Ohio what? State's roster, looking at some of those young guys that play. We're going to be straight for a couple of years, man. Absolutely. And I tell you, my the guy that has been standing out to me, not just on the offense side, but making plays on, on special teams and everything, Alave. Oh, man, that's that's a given. He, he has, 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 he's, he's really kind of separating him, himself from, from not, not saying it like that, but he's making plays well, where it's like. You got to get him on the field every play. Or every every game, you got to figure out ways to get the ball in his hands. The the kid is a baller, right? And and he knows how to make plays. And what I'm telling you, what NFL teams and scouts love is to see a guy make plays on special teams. If guys don't know how big how big that is, you can go back and look at a guy named Nate Ebner, mm-hmm. who never. I don't, I don't even think Nate ever even took a defensive snap. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember seeing it. Mm-hmm. And my man has won three Super Bowls. Right. Is it three or four? It's probably three. Three, three, somewhere in there. I don't yeah, know. three. Been in the league for nine, uh, I think it's nine years now. Has it been nine? Damn. It's camp? Because, cause, cause, hold on. No, no. Eight years. I'm sorry. Still. That's eight a long years. Time, <laughs> Bro, Ohio State is a special place, man. To come here and play and play ball and have the opportunity to suit up in that uniform, man, is. It, it's a dream come true for a lot of these kids, man. I a lot of these kids don't understand what they're doing. They might not understand it right now, but when you get older, like myself, right. like yourself, you understand. Like, dang, man. Like sometimes I, I was telling my mom this other day. Like, man, I, sometimes I, I be tripping. Like, dang, man. I used to really play for Austin. <laughs> like, <laughs> like man, it's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, man. But looking at this team, looking obviously at this upcoming week. I'm not really as nervous um, because I don't believe Nebraska's a really good football team, although they did, you know, take Colorado to overtime. But like I said, they haven't beat anybody. Uh, Excuse me. um, But just moving forward, man, I just really, really think that we are that good and we are that good and we've been that vanilla on both sides of the ball. That's the more glaring and the crazier thing to me, Boom, is that the fact that, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i looking at this schedule right now. We got Nebraska. After that, we got Michigan State. Michigan State's always going to be a tough game. Not scared of them. After that, Northwestern. Then we got Wisconsin. That's like be- those one, two, three, four games. The next four games, 
Wisconsin is the only game that I can circle and say, all right, that's going to be a question mark right there because. All right, all right. So, 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 Bing. Go ahead. Let's stay humble. Let's, let's, let's. Well, no, man, fuck stay humble. No, 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 no. This is what I see. No, no, no. I know that. But I'm just thinking about you know in the, in the past years and everything, and which is we ain't talking about the past. Yeah, if I'm but, wrong, I'm wrong. This but, is a no, team no, no, that I see we're so good. We got so much depth. I know. I'm not scared of nobody. I'm just saying I don't want us to over here jinx ourselves because man, you know I ain't got to play. So <laughs> I know that everyone's got to play. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying I think we're gonna do the same thing. I feel the same way. But man, you know how it has been when we it, we find that one school that that we just had that that, that hiccup on that, that that day. So I'm I'm, I'm right. just praying that we don't <laughs> have had those situations at all. But you know, you just never know, man. You know what? I don't think we are, man. Because you know what? You the, think we passed that stage? I do. When you look at outside of obviously last year, yeah, last year, shit. When you look at those games in which we had the hiccups in, I'm gonna go to them. You talking about like the Purdue game last like year? Like Purdue. Last year, you go back a couple of years ago. This is before Zeke. This is Iowa. And, and, no, I'm gonna go back even before that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention the, the Iowa game too. But you go go back to the Big Ten championship game. Oh yeah, Wisconsin. The Big Ten, no, not versus Wisconsin. The Big Ten championship game versus Michigan State. Oh, okay, Michigan State. So you got that game. Then a couple years later, you got the Michigan State game here in the shoe. Then you got the Iowa game, and then you got the Purdue game. You got those games. You know what the common denominator was in those games that I know Ryan Day isn't afraid to do? And not to say that Urban Meyer was afraid to do it, but nonetheless, he didn't do it. Run the fucking ball in those situations. You go back and you look at those games. Mm -hmm. You look at how we ran the ball Mm -hmm. successfully throughout those seasons, and then you go back to those certain plays. Mm -hmm. The play being the four-from-one play where we decided to run Braxton Miller when we got Carlos Hyde, who's ripping... Michigan State, a new asshole in his game. <laughs> we run sideways with Carlo or uh, with uh, Braxton Miller. You go back to the the year I'm talking about with Michigan State, where we lose here in the shoe. You get Zeke has like 12 carries. We want to get past happy for whatever reason. It was, was raining it that night. That, that was the game after Zeke, you know, yeah. went back and was mad. And then, and then he went on a rant. Exactly. <laughs> you go back to the game versus Iowa. We wanted to get past happy and get pretty with first, JT Barrett. The first play. Throwing the interceptions. Yeah, We're not really doing the back down. Yeah. You go back to last year. We threw the ball 50-something times. It was a record. Now, we had uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins had a, a phenomenal game. The record was crazy. But we should have been running the ball, chewing up the clock, playing solid defense. Those are the things that I know Ryan Day isn't afraid to do. You know why I know he's not afraid to do it? Because he's done it. When things get rough, when he figures out, all right, maybe I need to switch it up a little bit. We've seen him run the ball out of the eye formation. That's something that changes a mentality of a football team when you're running the ball. You know, like I know, the offensive lineman, when you line up in those situations, you're not doing reach, and you're saying, fuck it, I'm going to go man on man, mano a mano, I'm going to bully you. Hey. Those type of situations we didn't see in years past in those games that I'm talking about. Now I think we have that with Ryan Davis. So that's why I can sit hey. here confident and say I'm not really too scared. When the going gets tough, I don't think we're going to get past happy. We got a couple of running backs we can get a ball to in those situations. Let me tell you something. You just broke that shit down so good, bro. <laughs> I got to give you hey, I, I got to give you props. Appreciate, you just, it. Hey, appreciate it. You just broke that shit down so good that you just gave me more confidence. <laughs> uh, why we ain't, we ain't losing no damn games this year. And why I said we going undefeated this year. That's why I said we going undefeated this year. Who's <laughs> about to run through a brick wall? <laughs> that wall by man. No, but man, this is this is this this season, man. I've never felt more confident 
in an Ohio State football team. But you was looking at me crazy when I said that we was gonna go undefeated. But you this said year. this shit before we seen because anything, I because I, I'm seeing. Like, you know, I, I seen like, it before you, you seen. It. You, not even a practice. You just said, "Oh, you know, I got this Buckeye pride, and I think we're going undefeated." Like, come on, <laughs> give me something to go along with it. Hey. Now you see what I'm saying, bro. No, I do, bro. I do. <laughs> I, I think we're in a good shape. I love Ryan Day. I love what we're seeing. Um, real quick, man. We, I can't help but mention this university. Uh, uh, that's the school up north. And it's because of how bad they've been looking. And but, it started with the Army game. They somehow managed uh, to get out of that. And then you face this, this Wisconsin football team. And you and make you, them look like they're great. Well, Wisconsin is a good football team, they're, I believe. They're good. But I think it was more so Michigan or Wisconsin making Michigan look like they were a MAC team. Like, how uh, bad does it have to be to where you have your Heisman Trophy, your end-all, be-all guy in Charles Wilson on national TV sitting there hugging Urban Meyer? I don't know if y'all seen this on Fox Sports. Hugging <laughs> Urban Meyer, talking about how embarrassed <laughs> he was of the Michigan program. Damn, that shit got to be tough. Hey, hey, you don't just you hear from from a you we we're friends with a lot of past players, right? And for for a long time, they they were oh da, 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 da. lately they be like, man, we suck, man. That's bad. You got to make some changes. <laughs> but and I know we always gonna talk Buckeyes, but man, but shit, what do you do with Jim Harbaugh? That's the question. That's the main. What do you do with Jim Harbaugh? Everybody when he, when he first go. came in, there was these lofty expectations based off of what he was able to do at Stanford. Then he goes to San the Forty Niners. It has uh, an amazing career. He gets to the Super Bowl. Did some good things at San Diego State. He gets to Michigan and he just looks uh, can't be the rival with at Ohio State or Michigan State. His record is awful. And now you, it's awful for his ranked top, team. Yeah, the top ten. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Well, I mean, if you're zero four against Ohio State, that's like. I feel like at Ohio State, and this is just my opinion, you lose to the team up north one time, it's like, okay, we got y'all. Hey, we got our eye on you now, goddamn. <laughs> you lose to them twice, all right, now we we interviewing some plugs, some, some, some other coaches right behind now. The, behind the curtain. Bro, three times? Oh, yo, it's just gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. And, and they have been very. I don't, even, I don't even know if I want to say patient because it, they've been patient. It's five years. I mean, you got to think <laughs> about it. They they've only beaten Michigan State. I think. I think they they might twice two and two since he's been there. Yeah. That's not good. Not good. <laughs> he's fourteen and eleven away from the big house. Fourteen and eleven so, just so, in away games like uh, you know they are a top ten program right top ten every year in the standings right fourteen and eleven. That's away from the big house, which I could didn't even believe. I had to look it up. That, that, that's yeah. embarrassing. And his record against top ten team, uh, top ten teams, I think it was. Uh, I think he only got like well, no, he got one win. That's one embarrassing, win. man. And I, I can't believe it, man. Even guys like our, our very own man, Joey Galloway. I was watching him on uh, College Football Live, and Joey's my boy. Dude. I love Joey. But he had Michigan winning the Big Ten as the best team in the Big Ten. I thought he Somebody said, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought he said they was going undefeated. Ohio State was going undefeated this year. He may have said that at this point in time, but I thought he had Michigan. Joey, I'm sorry. We'll erase this if I'm wrong. But I remember, <laughs> I thought I remember him picking Michigan and winning the Big Ten. Nah, I think that's wrong, bro. Uh, somebody's going to correct me. Somebody's looking it up. Please, somebody look that up, please. I really, I really want to see if I was wrong or not on that. But I really thought I that's did. Wrong. 
hear him pick Michigan. No, nah, that's wrong, bro. I hope I am wrong. Because Joey, Joey, I, I could have sworn Joey said that Ohio State was going undefeated this year. And that they was going to win the Big Ten and all that. But there were so many guys, even off of, you know. What, what? Joey said Ohio State's going to go undefeated. I can't find anything. Yeah. That's, that's okay, well, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, Joey. I, I, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm going to hold you down, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I remember. I thought he was one of those guys. That maybe it was nah. just too much, too many on ESPN that was saying this shit. Man. That people had Michigan winning the Big Ten. Yeah. Like, How? What have they done to prove that they win the Big Ten? They lost two of their best coaches to Bro, the other side. What are they doing? They ain't been to the playoffs. They ain't been to the Big. They ain't won the Big Ten championship since. That's what, bro. And I don't so know. So many people who picked him. That's why I, I just don't get it, man. I'm man. sorry again, Joey. Man. I was, I was going to throw him. Joey said he liked Nebraska Okay, so he liked Nebraska preseason, but he picked Ohio State. Going, to, I was getting ready to just roll him out in front of a bus for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> basically get life in jail for for killing an innocent man. <laughs> right. No, but uh, yeah, I just I just can't believe it, man. And, and that, that shit's just embarrassing. I don't know what you do with Jim Harbaugh. I mean, when you break it all the way down and look at the, looking at that team and how they've been from the different head coaches, he's been one of the better head coaches when you look at the record. Mm-hmm. Better than than Hoke and, and better certainly better than Rich Rodriguez, uh, but I just feel like we we've been getting coaches fired over there. Like come on, come on over here so you can get fired. They should have been grateful for Lord Carr. That's come on over here and get fired. Well, they thought that they were this great university. Right. Don't, don't knock me. I mean, it, they've done some good things. I ain't got. I don't got. You know, I ain't saying I got any love for them, but they, they've done some good things as a university. What? But. <laughs> I'm talking about in, Like in the 80s And the 90s yeah, like you know, That shit don't count <laughs> I know But I'm just saying Also like Beyond like 10-15 years Like I'm not counting that shit man. <laughs> they haven't done anything I'm Great the same in the last way. 10 years But that's But that's their biggest argument What's the whole time record though Bro, man, what, not, what have you done for me lately I'm not thinking about You know what I'm saying Yeah forget the all time record I'm hey. talking about the last 10-15 years Boom Who Is your It's early But we gotta talk about it Me Top five guys you think are in the Heisman running? Give them to me. Um, Give me an order. Dang it, order. Give bro? me an order, man. Um, probably uh, uh, what's buddy from uh, Oklahoma? Jalen. Yeah, Jalen probably one right now because he he's he's having a great year. Obviously, I. I haven't seen what he's done the last, last two weeks. I know the first couple of games he, he he went crazy. Um, two would probably be probably Tula. Tua, yeah, Adam Tua. Two? I mean, he's been that impressive to you. I mean, he he put up good numbers. Uh, all right, all right. Three, I guess. I respect uh, your show top five. I'm gonna respect your top five. Uh, three would probably be uh, shoot, probably Justin. Honestly, what you got there? This some, some 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 player names. Oh, okay. Look, the odds. The odds. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Boom! You gotta have Burrow in there, huh? You got. That's have that, that, that's. Gotta have Joe that was Burrow. my number two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right off the top five, real quick. Man, come on, give it to me. All right, so we go uh, Jalen, mm-hmm. uh, Burrow, okay, uh, Fields, and then probably Tua. And then I got. Put, I'm putting Chase Young in there. You just had two at two. Which one? What are we doing? Hmm? We just had two at two, didn't you? No, I said uh, Burroughs. 
You just changed it? Yeah. Initially, the tool was the second name that you just gave. No, I, I all changed right. it. All right, cool. All right. Hey, bro. All right, I'm just making sure, man. I want the top five to be just top change? five. Oh, why am I tripping? All right, cool. The camera doesn't lie. We got a camera. Uh, but say I'll, yours then, man. Say what you got to say, bro. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I think he's been phenomenal yeah. running the pass. And he looks better than Kyler Murray. And that's the crazy thing. He looks better than Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield did in their Heisman years. Yeah. And the numbers that he's going to put up are going to be very, very comparable. Come on, come on, come on. Joe Burrow at number two. Mm-hmm. Joe looked phenomenal, putting yeah. up great numbers. Then I'll probably I'll probably go Tua at number three. I'm on Tua oh, at number three. Over Justin? Yeah, over Justin. I mean, Justin is it's his first year. The numbers care. have been good. They haven't just been like jaw dropping. All right, anyways. They've been pretty good. So four is Justin. Then I'm gonna go Justin Fields. And then I'm, I'm taking the page of your book, man. This is I'm, I'm splitting my fifth position. <laughs> I'm splitting my fifth position. I'm gonna go Jonathan Taylor. Okay. The running back at Wisconsin. The dude's a fucking animal. Oh, He's yeah, been yeah. good since his freshman year. He's been killing. And Chase Young. Those two are splitting 50 50, my fifth place vote. Mm-hmm. So if I had a vote, that would be uh, where we are through four games. Um, that would be my, my, my top five, five mm-hmm. and a half, I can call it. Chase Young, good defensive player of the year. Yeah, what? But they don't have a defensive player of the year in college football. What's, what's the big not? award? No, they don't have a defensive player of the year. You got like the the Bednarik and uh, like you know, all those the, all those other awards. Uh, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, all right, my bad. You got an offense. I mean, you got a Big Ten defensive player of the year. Well, the, that's right, what you're talking about. Right, yeah. Well, we know he's going to talking about that. national awards. Yeah, yeah, national. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. national. I don't think defense or offensive player of the year in football. They do have like the. You know, like the uh, Walter pa- the Walter Camp. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, so those type of things. The Maxwell Award is the best offensive player. Right. And then the defensive player, I think you're right, is like the Benaric Award. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Well, you so, know what But it got a specific name Oh, okay, okay. okay. Well, my bad. Technically, it's defensive player of the year. Yeah. I, I knew what you were saying. Yeah. I didn't. Well, my bad. <laughs> I need you to clarify that shit. Oh, all right, my bad, buddy. No, but those are my top five guys, man. I, I would love. All right, if, so uh, I know it's early. Give me your four teams in the playoffs then. Oh, man. Ohio State. No, nope. give me give me an order. Oh man, I don't think it really matters the order. You get four teams in there, you get four teams in there. Shit, it's I'm gonna be the, it's gonna be the conference champions. It's gonna be the conference champions okay. that are gonna be in there. So right. give me Ohio State, give me Oklahoma, uh, give me Clemson, and give me Alabama. I'm not seeing that one of those deals to where we have uh, a three uh, team because uh, out of the SEC getting there like people believe. I don't know. Who are the three teams in the SEC that ever get there? I mean, you can say Georgia and Alabama, but who else in the SEC? But they got to play each other. Yeah, but I mean, we still had a year where both of them were able to, to make it. But, I mean, I don't see a third team out of the SEC. I know I heard something on ESPN and somebody saying there could legit be three teams out of there that make it in the college football player. I don't see it at all. Uh, but, yeah, those are the teams I believe. Mm. Yeah, who you got? I'm, I'm right with you. Oh, yeah, man. It's, yeah, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Right. Yeah, Clemson is right the now. one – Iffy team. I yeah. love Trevor Lawrence and what he could do, but I feel like they getting popped this year, though. I do, I do too. I, I mean, really I, do. I, I, I'm picking them until they show me otherwise, so they do lose. Yeah, but I just I'm not 100 percent confident in them. Yeah, they, they just uh, even even Trevor. I mean, he, he don't don't get me wrong. He's a great quarterback. He's he's still good, but I just don't see. I don't. I haven't seen a lot of growth. Out of Trevor Lawrence. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, my fuck is good, man. No, 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 no. I'm saying he's good. <laughs> he's good. I see the growth. I seen all I need to see out of him. I mean, I haven't seen like, you know, 
I feel like he's doing the same thing he was doing last year, which, which is, is, is great. Amazing. <laughs> right. so I mean, what, what, what more do I need to see? I mean, I think last year, if he would have been eligible, he would have been the number one pick coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, don't need I guess I'm, hey, I ain't making no sense right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even want to see no more of it, man. <laughs> oh, man, that's silly. Oh, I guess I was just trying to make something. Right. <laughs> it's all good, man. It happens. Happens to the best. Right. What, what you got on the NFL tip, though, man? There's always a bunch of drama going on with that. Oh, uh, the man. Browns. You watched the Browns game last week? Who didn't watch it? How did one? How did the Browns get back to back primetime games? Odell Beckham, duh. And Odell then, Beckham and Baker and I don't know. They just got a lot of guys, so everybody want to see him. I mean, and then you piss down your leg last week, and we got this bet, and we'll. You, you and I you know done, about this bro. bet. We'll show the picture right now of different stakes and steakhouses. Hey, bro, you done? The bet was if the Browns were nine or more games, Will has to. Uh, you know, take me and whoever to a steakhouse of my choosing wherever in the country. You no, know, we didn't say wherever in the country. Down where the Super Bowl is. We solidified that, right? Yeah, I thought it was 10 games. It's 10. 10, 10 or more, you win. No, I thought it was 9. It was, I it was 10. Hell, come on. We got, <laughs> we got tape. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. 10 games. I thought it was 9. We got. We're going to have to go back and look at the tape. We got the tape, <laughs> but nonetheless, if either or, it don't matter because they ain't winning nine or ten games. They look so. <laughs> they look so bad, and you know, but but their next five games, bro, is was a gauntlet, man. They probably gonna lose next week. They play Baltimore at Baltimore. It's gonna be scary. They probably gonna lose that game. <laughs> and one of the things that I'm seeing though is is Baker Mayfield. They got film on that boy now, man. No, I don't think it's that. Man, I think it's the coaches put him in a bad situation. I mean, you're asking Baker Mayfield to go and throw the ball a bunch because of the names that you have on this roster that look uh, so enticing. You know, I got to get the ball in these guys' hands. They got to let Chubb eat, man. Run the ball. And then let play it open action, it up. Yeah. And just dip and dot your way through. That was one of the reasons why we seen Baker Mayfield be so good last year. Mm-hmm. He didn't have anybody to force the ball to. Mm-hmm. You say Jarvis landed, he got his catches, but he was like that one go-to guy. Now he's looking at Jarvis. He's looking at uh, Odell. He's looking when Njoku was there. He's looking at Njoku. He's looking at Higgins. He's looking at guys to try to get the ball to him mm-hmm. instead of just throwing to the open man. And that's causing him, uh, along with that, he's not able to stand in the pocket. The Browns' offensive line is terrible, but Baker is holding on to the ball too long. Yeah. And Did you're you see – did you see when uh, when they were down in, in the red zone? When yeah, was, but you know that was that was a looks. I know, but did you see the the, the, you the opening the, gates? Yeah, but you saw that from a, a picture perspective. Yeah, that's true. You know how I know when you look at those pictures. Those pictures only tell half the story because right, there's right. a whole other side right, right, that right, somebody right. could have been right there and right, close right, in right. on Baker's ass so quick. Right, 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 right. I agree. I asked you two weeks ago mm-hmm. what you thought about Freddie Kitchens. I liked Freddie. If he if he was if you were, were going to start to think maybe he shouldn't have been the guy, right? Because of all these talents, but also all these personalities. So what Are you, you starting to feel even more? And then the second question I'm going I'm to tee up for you is, why is Freddie having these guys run four verticals on third and eight <laughs> when you know the offensive line's bad? It's been embarrassing to watch because <laughs> Freddie like, called these plays. Because he feel like he got these, these, these guys that – I mean, he does have the guys that can run. But, but that was just the dumbest shit in the world. When you look at the down and distance <laughs> in those situations, like, what are you doing? Cross around or something. But it's been embarrassing and – I am questioning it now because when you go back and you look at Freddie and you look at Freddie throughout his career, outside of last year, a couple of games, Freddie's never been a coordinator. And I thought, I thought, all right, man, you don't need to be a coordinator. You don't need to have been a coordinator to become in and be a successful head coach. All you needed to be able to do is be a good manager of people 
in a way, uh, an ability to be able to motivate guys. And I thought Freddie had that quality. I thought he had that trait. But what I'm seeing right now is him trying to be the coordinator, him still calling the plays and trying to manage everybody. No, you got to relinquish something. You got to give it up a little bit to somebody else. And, and that's something I believe wholeheartedly Freddie has to reevaluate about himself is like, hey, if I'm going to be successful with this thing and I'm going to be a good head coach, maybe I need to delegate a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what the greats do anyways. Get a good-ass defensive coordinator, get a good-ass offense coordinator, hold those guys accountable. So at the end of the day, you don't look like the fall guy. You don't want to be the fall guy. If if my offense isn't playing good and the plays, play selection isn't up to the standard and which is going to allow us to be successful, I need to have somebody else I can point at and say, you know, it's your fault. You're doing that wrong. Not for it all to be on me. Because at the end of the day, if that shit keeps looking how it's looking, you better believe it's the Browns we're talking about. They can mm-hmm. care less about getting rid of a head coach. We've seen it happen on numerous occasions. Mm-hmm. They better get that shit right. Because I ain't trying to pay for this high-ass steak that I know Will's going to order. Ooh, I know hey, that much. Hey, he going to run it up on you like a rookie dinner. Man. Too, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so enough about the Browns. All right, that's I, my spiel. I get emotional. I, they really been pissing me off because I kind of jumped on the bandwagon. Now I'm about to jump off that one again. <laughs> but anyways, I know I'm tired of talking about this guy. And I only want to ask you just one question. Because we don't even got to go into details. Cause I feel like we talk about this, this guy almost every week. Right. Will Antonio Brown play in the NFL again? I know that he's went on his rants on social media saying that, you know, he's done. He's uh, enrolled, in, enrolled school. in school, which is I was talking to uh, my neighbor about it. He said, did you look at the, uh, the classes that he's taking? They're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I said, man, hey, he trying to do something. You got to do something positive because right. he, 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 he it's been all negativity for Antonio Brown in 2019 from the time that he signed with the Raiders from the time t- to now. So, and my, I just want to, on your thoughts, do you think that the guy will play yes. again? Yes, he'll play again. Antonio Brown, whether you like it or not, you look at the talent, you look at the numbers, you look at the production, he's one of the best receivers to ever play in the National Football League. Okay. I mean, There's I, no way he's going to not play again in his prime. Will, will he, he sit out this year? This year. Maybe not. Maybe he'll sit out the rest of the year until we get all this legal stuff figured out. Maybe a team won't want to touch it. But will he play again? Yes. Will he have another 1,000-yard season? Yes. He's that good. And you know what? I heard Ryan Clark say it, and I've heard numerous people say it, not just about Antonio Brown, but just in general. We live in America. I don't think there's anything Americans love more than a redemption story. Oh, this guy's been through it all. He's had this to deal with this. He has to face these naysayers. He had to deal with this. He had to deal with that. And he was still successful. And he still overcame. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, like legit. I mean, you got people out there who could have been the worst fucking human beings there possibly are that were possibly created on Earth. But you know what? They go, they do a little bit of time, they stay away from the spotlight, they do two good things, and now they're redemption. The yeah. redemption story, the redemption tour is there. Yeah. And everybody's loving it. And you know what's so crazy? It's funny how everybody's just bashing him right now, talk about him all bad. But I'll tell you one thing if all this stuff come back and, 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 and he, he's all clear of everything, everybody going to be right back on that bandwagon. Oh, They're going to want to sign it's, him. It's, it's a redemption story, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two teams that won't want to sign him. Pittsburgh 
and Oakland. <laughs> Man. But you, believe it or not, you know who would take him back probably once it was all clear? New the Patriots. New, yeah. New England would take it. Even all the shit that he went out and tweeted and said about Roger Kraft, Robert Kraft, they're going to chalk that up because Bill Belichick is about one thing and one thing only. Winning. winning. If you can help his team win and you're not going to be a distraction off the field, they will sign you in a heartbeat. Man, it, um, I mean, the way this whole story has went went on, it feel like 50 Cent is all, almost like writing another power script. or something. <laughs> a script. And, and, and he's telling like, hey, R.A.B., you're going to go there. You're going you gonna to talk bad about this owner. Right. But later on, we're going to turn it around some way, somehow, <laughs> that you're going to sign back with them. And it's just going to be, everything going to be love right. and gravy. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he plays again. Oh, um, there's no question about it. I kind of feel bad for the guy though. I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't feel I ain't bad lie. for him. Man. How do you feel bad for somebody who done all the dumb shit and said all the like? Stay away from your fucking phone. You'll probably still be with a team. That's, That's why. Bottom line: Don't touch your phone and respond to everything that somebody <laughs> says, and you'd still be on the team. Hey, I don't know if you seen it, but OJ Simpson. Uh, <laughs> they had this uh, this video uh-huh. of him on the golf course, and he was like, "If there's any advice I could give Antonio, that'll be the, the first thing I tell him." Just don't say nothing right now. With everything that's going on, just don't say nothing. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head like, oh, man, shut your ass up. Hey, you better listen to OJ. OJ got off. <laughs> when it comes to shit, <laughs> when it comes to certain you might want to listen to OJ. OJ know how to get you out of some shit, huh? <laughs> oh, man, you crazy. Uh, moving on. Yeah, um, no, nah, I want to talk about this dude moving on. Who? This was a dude that I killed coming out. I thought the New York Giants made the worst Decision in drafting Daniel Jones. Dang, man, I was gonna get to it. All right, but I want to jump in it right now, man. <laughs> Daniel Jones goes out in his NFL debut and balls and, and looks pretty good. What you gonna say? I about to say and Saquon got hurt, so it wasn't right. like he was back there to take some of the pressure off of him, like. My dog went out there and ball, and not not just throwing the ball. He he scored a rushing and, touchdown. And, and 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 the fact that he looked that good, 23, 300, 23 of thirty six, three hundred thirty six yards, two TDs through the air, then another two on the ground. But the fact that this was something that New York hadn't seen, and what that was was the fact that you get into a huddle, you're going down the drive, you're going down to score, and try to win the game. And he's saying, in the huddle to his guys, let's go fucking score. That's something that I know they had. They'd be like, huh? We never <laughs> seen nothing like this from Eli. Never. Now, we can sit there and say they were playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who aren't a very good football team. Or you can be like, all right, no, this is it. This is our guy. And in my mind, I'm like, that's their guy right there. And I know it was only one game, so I'm not going to apologize for my comments. I still think Dwayne Haskins was better, even though I can't prove it yet because Daniel Jones went out and looked good. Nonetheless, this situation is going to want to come back and slap everybody in the face that was talking shit about the Giants and making the decision to draft him early. You know it would be sweet, though? Because <clears throat> they play the Redskins this week. Mm-hmm. You know it would be sweet? As if the Redskins and Gruden finally pulled the trigger. Nope, I don't see Haskins. No, no, no. I, I already know he's not. That's not probably going to happen until he get fired. I don't even want to see it. So I don't even think it would be sweet. I mean, I just think it would be... All right, beans. No, you give me, give me, <laughs> no, you go ahead. You say what you say. No, you no, no. What you say? No, no, no. I just don't want to see this shit. I'm just saying. I think it, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be cool. Like, all right, these was the cats that Haskins was supposed to go six to, right. to the Giants. But what if Haskins come out and he ball on the Giants? 
That wouldn't be dope. No, that would be awesome. If okay, you then. That's what I'm I don't want to see it because I look at how bad the Washington Redskins look. I mean, the offensive line is like god awful, huh? Garbage. I mean, do you think I want my first round draft pick going out there without the best off one of the best offensive tackles in the game and Trent Williams because he's feuding with the team? No. So if I'm them, fuck what Gruden got to say. I'm gonna listen upstairs to, to Bruce Allen and those guys that are uh, you know making the decisions. Bruce Allen, I, I may be giving the wrong name. What's the uh, is Bruce Allen the president there? No, he's not. Moving on. Snyder. Snyder. Snyder is the owner. Who's Bruce Allen? Bruce Allen does he, he plays a role there with Washington, right? I think so. I'm not too far off, but nonetheless, I wouldn't want Dwayne Haskins going out there with the way they look, man. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, quarterbacks, what do you think about this uh, Gardner Minshew guy from Jacksonville? I think he's all right. I'm not overly impressed. I mean, guys, he's looked decent in some games. <laughs> I mean, he got a pretty cool mustache outside of that. Uh, hey, what am I hey. going to do? <laughs> I tell you what I think about it. I think he is milking, milking it all up right now. I think he went sixth round. Yeah, and what he's doing is he's he's bringing attention to himself because the way that he, the way he dresses, the, the mustache, the whole the way that he goes in better. with the media, like. I think I, I think he's doing his job, man. Exactly, on and off the field. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you gotta you gotta sell yourself and and make sure that personality is gonna sell. Especially if you're in a situation to who knows, you, you, you may not be out there on that team in a couple of weeks. If I mean, if, if you start looking bad, okay. If you're a owner right now of a team, beans, and you have the chance to go out and get Jalen Ramsey, um, what are your thoughts on it? Like. Are would you I trading for him? Or yeah. I, I mean, are you trading for him? Yeah, I would. He's that good. He's good enough to where I feel like if he was going to another situation, yeah, I think he'll be able to see it. He's going to take the right situation. Uh, yeah. If I'm just any old team, I'm not going out there giving up stuff for him. But What's yeah, the team? he's young. He's good. I mean, he can help somebody's team in a heartbeat. Where can you see him landing? I don't. I haven't looked at like certain teams out there, but one of the teams that probably does have things or, or pieces to give away that could probably use him. And they're a playoff team already, and this will probably make them a Super Bowl. They're already a Super Bowl caliber team. Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, get them a one-on-one lockdown man-to-man corner. They already got a pretty good defense, anyways. Yeah, I seen some stuff. A guy like that back there. Yeah, yeah. I seen some stuff with uh, saying that there's it's a possibility that he 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 could land there. Um, I'm looking at some of the teams who are actually under time. Oh shit, man. (laughs) Well, this is the last couple things. All right. I'm looking at some of the teams that are undefeated that is very surprising to me. Mm-hmm. You got the freaking Bills who are undefeated. Yeah. The freaking 49ers are undefeated. Yeah. The freaking Green Bay Packers are undefeated, which is, I I know they have a great quarterback, but he, ain't but done nothing. he don't got nothing around the defense. I mean, they got a defense. This is one of the first times you can sit there and say that the Green Bay has a legit defense. You go to the 49ers, they look, ah, they ain't played anybody. You look at the Bills, eh, they had maybe one game in there, but. They look solid. Three and zero start is much better than a one and two start, nonetheless, or zero and three start. Um, yeah, so they're a team to watch uh, in NFL. But before we get out of here, we got to go to our bet DSI picks. Um, boom! I'm gonna give you three games, rattle them off. I'm gonna give you the spread, and, and you let me know. These are the three games that I see. Uh, this all bet, obviously, Ohio State, Nebraska. Oh, that's gonna be yeah. one of them. I'm You're taking, taking the Buckeyes. I'm taking the Buckeyes. Oh, it's minus seventeen. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is another one. Where to go? I just saw. This is. Alabama versus Ole Miss. Alabama minus 37 and a half. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a that's one of them ones right there. They are oh, this is a two and two team. They are not no. You don't think Alabama's gonna cover that? Where's that game at? I wanna say it's at Alabama. Yeah, it's at Alabama. What time is the game? Three thirty. <laughs> they would not cover that. I'm gonna go out on a limb and I think Alabama covers that. Minus thirty seven and a half. Make sure you write that down. Yeah. So that one right there. They're- and then I'm gonna go. Let me see what other big games do we have this week. That's a big. That's a SEC. That's that's a big game. No, I'm saying what other big games do we have this week? No, no, no. Oh, you talking, talking about general? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> let me go here, Red. Penn State versus Maryland. Penn State minus six and a half. What you got? I don't know because Maryland been uh Maryland's two and one, but they've been playing some football. This yeah, year, they, they're but two and one. And where the game at? It's at Maryland. I'm picking upset. So you're taking Maryland, Maryland to win the game. To win the game, and I guess the spread. Give me no. Give me three points for Maryland. <laughs> what is this? The spread can you do is that? Six and a half. You can't do that, huh? Yeah. Michigan Rutgers minus twenty-seven and a half. Michigan Rutgers minus twenty-seven and a half. I am taking. <laughs> <laughs> Rutgers in that situation. I don't think right. Michigan covers the spread. I think Michigan will win a game. I definitely don't think they cover the spread. No. I'm sorry, Beans. I'm taking Penn State on that. Uh, on that game? Yeah. All right, yeah. But Michigan Rutgers, it's so bad that we're at a point in time where we're talking that bad about Michigan football. Before we get out of here, um, Cincinnati is 0-3. Pittsburgh is 0-3. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Before you – we got to go to bet D- at betdsi.com to make those bets and those wagers. Beanie 100 promo code. All right, I was gonna bring this into bit DSI. Oh, okay, you go got ahead. two. You got two two teams who are who are zero and three. Who will get their first win this week? Who I don't do know who they're playing. Give me who they're playing. No, I just said Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. and Cincinnati uh, Bengals. Oh, versus each other. Okay, all right, they playing each other. Uh, Pittsburgh's gonna win that game. Heck no! Without Big Ben. Heck no! I think so, man. You got Pittsburgh winning too. Yeah, oh, Pittsburgh's going to win that game, man. No, Pittsburgh's going to run the football. They're going to run the ball. They're done. But that's a wrap on being in the boom. Appreciate you guys tuning in to the show. Check us out on YouTube, on everything there is out there. All the podcasts, websites. Yeah, hey, go Bucks, man. Hey, and don't forget to go to at LettermanRoll.com. Check out the Letterman Roll store. Go get some being in the boom gear. We got stickers. We got T-shirts. Get some Letterman Roll gear. Yeah, that's a wrap on the show. Thanks a lot. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.